We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Start me up with Roshi Nicleric. Good afternoon, it's Monday, so you're tuned in and you are listening to the Start Me Up Business Programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City with me, Roisin the Cleric. A huge thank you to Amory Hogan for playing all your great tunes from 2 to 4pm this afternoon. Well, we've got a packed programme for you today and some great exciting news with one of our um, startups here in Kilkenny making the local headlines. A little later on in the programme, I'll be chatting to our very very own startup entrepreneur Anne Healy, from founder of Billy's Good Luck Horses, who launched her website this week, and also how Anne Healy was able to get Kilkenny and her business in front of a global audience last week through the opportunity to showcase her enterprise on the prestigious Women's Inspire Network, WIN, the conference for womensinspirenetwork.com, WIN Global. 20, which was founded also known as the tweeting goddess Samantha Kelly, who actually met on, the both of them actually met on, here live on air on the Start Me Up business programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Just goes to show the power of local media and local radio. I'll also be chatting to Sinead from Hennessy Sports on how they are staying viable and being able to provide uh, the necessary uh, sportswear for us here, the people of Kilkenny. Kenny. But before that, joining me today on the Start Me Up Business Program is Professor Thomas M. Cooney, who is Professor in Entrepreneurship at Technological University Dublin and Academic Director of the TU Dublin Institute for Minority Entrepreneurship. And to name just a few, Thomas M. Cooney is also a TEDx speaker and is a grand jury member of the Startup Nations Awards. We will be discussing issues relating to the business startups for people who are living with disabilities. Tom Cooney will also highlight the next business startup for people with disabilities webinar number three by Dublin Regional Enterprise Plan 2020, which will take place this Thursday, November 5th at 12pm noon. Tom Cooney, you're very welcome to the Start Me Up Business Programme. Thank you, Rosh. I'm delighted to be talking to you and uh, yeah this is such a you know an important topic and doesn't get enough media attention so congratulations on on um, your initiative and on, on welcoming me to the program it is a very important topic and issue nationally and also for the economic of our country and for that many startups that people who are living with disabilities are included in entrepreneurship here in Ireland. Well, the concern I would have, Roisin, is that, that people with disability are being disproportionately affected in terms of unemployment um, by the COVID pandemic. What that I mean is that percentages of people with disability being made unemployed are higher than for people without disability. And also what we know from the previous recession in 2008 uh, to 2012, or 2008-2012, is that people who, with disability who were made unemployment during that global recession, it, it took them longer to become employed afterwards than it did for people without disability. So there's a double penalty, in fact, happening. And the other thing I just want to raise is that we talk about people with disability. I suspect many listeners don't appreciate that 13.5% of the population of Ireland you know, are disabled. And we're talking about 643,131 people. Now, when I say this to friends, they say, oh, it's not that much. Like, I, I don't, I never see that many people with disability. So it, it, it's the notion that people are only visibly disabled, you know, might fit into this category. But, but obviously, as you know, as a promoter, you're an advocate in this area. Disabilities come in, in many different ways and in cognitive and mental as well as physical. So, look, we're talking about a large proportion of people. We're talking about they being disproportionately disadvantaged due to COVID. We're talking about the longer-term impact. And what I'm saying is that in all of this discussion, we don't hear the option of self-employment as a future career path or as an income generation opportunity being discussed frequently enough with regards to people with disabilities. And that is a, a crying shame because people who are living with disabilities, they have this, they can have equally 
the same amount of skill sets and mindset and creativity as anyone who isn't living with a disability. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a fabulous initiative in, in Denmark, and the name of it escapes me for the moment, but, but the name of but the company was set up and it only employs people who have autism, right? And they then subcontract their employees to companies who have, and this was happening mainly with IT companies, but to companies who have difficulties or problems with systems that a brain that, you know, that doesn't have autism would maybe wouldn't be able to comprehend or wouldn't be able to understand the nature of the problem or, or more importantly, fix the problem. And, and so, People with autism come at the problem from a di- very different method, a very different approach, and are capable of solving the problems that other people cannot do, right? So this company has identified autism as a, a, a positive, okay, and is utilizing you know, their ability to solve an uh, organizational problem where others cannot do it. And I, I, I love the term that Timothy Shriver used in his book, Fully Alive. Timothy Shriver is the head of Special Olympics uh, worldwide. And Timothy Shriver said, uh, talked about people with disability. And, and what he meant by that was that oh, everyone is having different ability. Yes. And therefore, we all have a contribution to make to society, uh, an economic contribution as well as uh, a social contribution. And yes, and I know people living with disabilities, as you say, different abilities, given the option to start up their own business and into the journey on roadmap of entrepreneurship. Yeah, but like, in, in the current environment, right, and, and the notion of working remotely, working from home, now being much more an offer, what the development of assistive technology and the way that that has grown in recent years, you know, the environment is now much more open to people with disability working from home. And, and contributing in different ways to organization. In, in the past, there may have been problems with people gaining employment, for example, because they couldn't travel to work or maybe had difficulty accessing locations. You know, so that's no longer a barrier. But equally, self-employed people may have had difficulty in traveling to meetings or you know, meeting with potential customers you know, away from the home. But with, with Zoom and Skype and all the other platforms that we now use, you know, meet, meeting people online, having business meetings online and doing the work online, and you know, all of that is now possible. So the environment is, is, is increasingly open to people with disability becoming self-employed. But what I'm concerned about, Roisin, is that people with disability themselves don't view self-employment often enough as, as an income generation opportunity. The support team around them equally may not be advocating self-employment, but instead would be suggesting, you know, or, you know, how can we get a job or, you know. And then if you go to enterprise agencies, then, you know, they're not trained or they're not equipped or, or they don't understand the unique and distinctive challenges that people with disability have in starting their own business. But yes, they should be supported. Definitely. And what support do you think that they need and, and should have? Uh, in, in the first instance, okay, I think it would be a marvelous start if we just had the conversation around why all of this is possible, right? Because if there was, if people bought into the notion that why not? Like why, why, like why should you know people with disability, you know, not have access to self-employment in the same way as, as anybody else. I, I just don't understand that, right? So I would like to see disability advocacy organizations championing self-employment. Mm-hmm. I would like to see enterprise support agencies, you know, proactively talking with the disabled community around self-employment and running, you know, events, you know, that are tailored towards their needs. And that's where we come to this webinar on Thursday. This is the third in a series of webinars that that we've been hosting. And basically, it's explaining to people with disability who might be interested in starting up their own business, what they need to think about, where they can go for support. And then, you know, we have examples of people with disability who've started up their own enterprise, you know, talking about their journey and about the challenges that they they face. And now, one of the positives about this Thursday's webinar is that we have Minister Anne Rabbit, Minister of State Responsibility for Disability at the Department of Health and the Department of Justice and Equality speaking at the webinar as well. So to have ministerial support is, is, is a major step forward for us 
Um, but look, this is an information session to help people who are interested in learning more. And it's, we think it's a good start to, to the whole discussion. And we had definitely John Paul Phelan, TD, down here for Carly Kilkenny. He was on the show, as I mentioned in a telephone call earlier in the month. He was on the Stop Your Business programme too, promoting this webinar. Very good. And delighted that people across different political parties are are, are supporting the initiative. And I also know that this initiative is receiving very strong support from the Department of Enterprise. And, and rightly so. You know, this is... We're talking about enterprise here, okay? So we're talking about people helping, you know, to grow the local economy. And we've got many, many wonderful examples across the country of, of people with disability who are, who are, you know, running very successful companies. The last census, in fact, showed that there was over 35,000 people in Ireland with disability who are got their own businesses. So there is examples out there. There is precedent, um, but needs to be encouraged more effectively. And do we need to be? Do we need to start promoting this more in the media? And do we need to start changing the mindsets of all the people that are involved? Uh, the answer to the board is yes. Um, the reason why it's so important in the media is that role models need to be visible. As you mentioned earlier, um, I set up the Institute for Minority Entrepreneurship within TU Dublin, and we work with immigrants, we work with people with disability, we work with seniors, ex-offenders, travellers, and other marginalised communities, right? But in any community we ever work with, we would always ensure that there are role models from within the community who support what we do and who can show the people participating in our program that there is a pathway to success, there is a pathway to self-employment. So one of the things that media could do to support this, this initiative would be you know, simply profile people with disability who are successful entrepreneurs. And that would then enable others in the community to see that, hey, this is possible. You know, having it more visible is what the media can, can, can do. And that would have very positive influence. And maybe get all our local politicians locally talking about this issue and, cha- and champing on people living with disabilities too. So be courageous in themselves and, and, and within their mindset as well to take that leap of faith into entrepreneurship and to start their own business. Absolutely and I'd like to see the politicians working with the local enterprise agencies such as the local enterprise office and local development company or through that network of organisation reaching out to people in the disabled community to, to support them. Now Roisin, I, I think it's also important for me to say that I'm not suggesting that this is you know a, a solution to, to everyone's problems mm. I'm not suggesting that that even self-employment correct option for everyone because like one of the things I've always said is that if it's a bad business idea it's a bad business idea it doesn't mm. matter whether you know, one comes from the marginalized, the marginalized community or disadvantaged community like you shouldn't promote a bad business idea just because it comes from a community that's disadvantaged right? I, I'm still advocating good business practice I'm still advocating that that people will go through the appropriate business planning procedures to ensure that their idea is sustainable and viable. Also, one of the biggest issues facing people with disability is the welfare benefit trap. And that's not just in Ireland, that's an international phenomenon. And that's where people are afraid to start their own business because they could lose a medical card or other additional benefits that are that are hugely important to them. So it's not written as a solution to everyone's problem. No. But at least if we're talking about it, then it might offer some people a way of generating income for themselves that's better than their current position. And as we were talking earlier, there's so much technology out there that people can work from home, as you say, remotely. So therefore, one of the challenges for people who are living with disabilities could be the sort of aspect of being physically mobile and getting to the different clients. But if they now our work has changed we can work remotely that's one barrier that they might not have to face going forward in the future yeah and additionally Russian, there are people who may need a flexible working routine because they might have hospital appointments or other medical appointments or or they may not be able to work for long periods without needing rest you know so in, in this way they can you know they can set their own timetables and their, their own work day uh, and you know to suit their particular need. As you mentioned earlier, I'm Professor of Entrepreneurship Dublin. I, I, I live in County Loud and I haven't been in my office since 
March 12th and I continue to you know work productively even more productively I would argue as I have you know since since before lockdown so so you know it is possible you know what I think we need to all change our mindsets of how we perceive we the general public and the citizens of Ireland and even within the media how we perceive people living with disabilities and their capabilities and what they can do I totally agree totally agree I, I believe firmly believe that everyone has has a contribution to make to society I think everyone is deserving of the opportunity to maximize their economic and social potential you know wherever you know whatever that might be and I think we should be looking for ways to make that happen like I'm hoping from from our conversation today that two things will happen one is I'm hoping that people listening uh, will feel Welcome to attend the uh, webinar on, on, on Thursday. That's happening from 12 to 1 on Thursday. And if people go to Eventbrite and simply just type in business startup, people with disabilities, uh, you know, num- hashtag three, um, number, that's number three, they'll find details of, 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 of it. It's a, the, the webinar is free, okay, and it's only for one hour. Uh, and so people should feel free to, to register and, and join us on, on, on Thursday for that webinar, uh, for that discussion. Uh, and the second thing I'm hoping that will happen is that locally in Kilkenny, you know, people might get together and say, okay, let's, let's organize an event, you know, like an online event or, or in later times, you know, an event in, within the city, you know, targeted people with disability who are interested in starting up their own business or you know could we create an initiative in Kilkenny that you know would support people start their own business uh, from within the disabled community if those two things happen if we if we get people on Thursday an initiative in Kilkenny happens thereafter then rushing our conversation will have been very fruitful and you know, and everything has a purpose, and it's how how we make that purpose, and how we take action. And it's not just words, but it's action as well. Indeed, indeed, uh, I fully fully support that. And, and and actions up to all of us. Yes, you know, it's no good pointing fingers at others. No, we all, all are accountable. Indeed, indeed. Well, uh, we, unfortunately, we've run out of time, Professor Tom Cooney, but I'm sure you'll be on the Shout Me Up business programme even more going forward. And this is only the start of the conversation. And our second conversation about people living with, with disabilities going into entrepreneurship, first of all, was with Deputy John Paul Phelan and now with yourself. So maybe we'll start getting this conversation rolling. And thank you again, Roshan, for the invitation to join you. Thank you so much indeed. And that was Professor Tom Cooney speaking to us there. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. You're listening to the Start Me Up Business Programme with Roshan Cleric. You can text us on 086-353-7782. You're very welcome back to the Start Me Up Business Programme with me, Roshan Cleric. And, you know, if you know anybody who's out there who has started up uh, an entrepreneurship and a startup business and they may be living or they are living with a disability, please do get in touch with us here at Community Radio Kilkenny City because we'd love to promote your work, who you are, what you do and how you do it here on the Start Me Up Business Programme on Community Radio Kilkenny City at 88.7 FM. And don't forget, we are streaming live on our website on www.crkc.ie or you can phone in and Ireland is on the phones on 056 77 or you can text me right in the studio on 086-353-7782 and we've had a lovely text from Joseph Byrne my colleague Joseph, Joseph Byrne hello Joseph he's in there um Thank you so much for enjoying the show. I, that is a really good show and really good topic. And as an assistant manager of a uh, charity shop, you will know exactly about, you know, the skill sets that many different people have out there. Well, on the line now, I'm delighted to be joined by Sinead from Hennessy Sports. Sinead, you're very welcome to the Start Me Up Business Programme. 
Hi, Roisin. Thanks again for having me on. Oh, you're more than welcome. Sinead, you are keeping... Oh, exercise is so important, and it's one thing for not just our physical health, but our emotional and mental health. And Hennessy Sports, you are the only locally owned sports shop here in Kilkenny. Yes, that's right. We've been in existence for over over 30 years, and I suppose we've, we've seen a lot of changes um, throughout those uh, years of, of being in business and obviously, you know, COVID um, has, has brought its own fair share of, um, of problems uh, with that. And you are saying viable and you are not just viable, but I think this is more of an act of helping the citizens and helping us all through COVID. Is you are taking orders over the phone, you're doing the click and collect and you're also taking gift vouchers as well. That's right, that's right. I suppose now that we're back into a, a second lockdown, uh, we're probably in a, a better position this time around than we were in with the first lockdown, um, as we now have a, a much stronger online presence. Um, last week, we actually only just launched our new website, um, which is www.hennessysports.ie, and we're also still quite active on our Facebook page. Um, so we're already seeing quite a lot of reaction, I suppose, and engagement um, from both of those um, online online features. So that certainly has been a, a huge plus to us since the, the beginning of the of the second lockdown. And but Sinead, the one thing we must get out there is you're only opening the shop for a couple of hours a day. That's right. That's right. So you know, usually it, it, it depends, really, I suppose, on on deliveries coming in from some of our suppliers. But we're trying to maintain maybe every day at least to be here from between maybe eleven and two. Um, but, you know, I post regularly onto Facebook letting people know well in advance that we'll be in the shop, you know, between 11 to 2 when to contact us on certain numbers if they wish to place a deposit on orders that they've already left aside or anything that they do wish to um, wish to order. So regularly, I suppose, we'd be posting up onto, onto Facebook and I, obviously the website, uh, any new items that comes in. So um, already, I suppose, since, since the second lockdown, I've noticed our followers on Facebook has increased from just over a thousand to about fifteen hundred. Um, so that, that's you know it only sounds like a small amount, but it's a for lot. A small business like us, it's huge. And you know we can we're seeing now that people are making more of a conscious effort to shop locally. And um, you know we'd ask people maybe to like and share the post, and from that then you know a lot of orders are coming in be it through text message or through the shop phone or obviously on on the various different platforms themselves, which is great. And, you know, it's, it, it's not just clothes. This is clothes that we need for our mental, emotional and physical health. Absolutely. And, you know, we've noticed even just literally as the the second lockdown was, was almost announced or whatever, like that evening we just had a lot of people coming in last minute uh, stressing that they didn't have runners and they wanted to have a pair of runners just so you know they could hit the road when they were back in the second lockdown. Uh, so you know, and even we are struggling, I suppose, with some of the exercise equipment like dumbbells and um, items like that because our suppliers are still actually trying to source them since the beginning of the first lockdown. So you know, we're waiting on a delivery now of of dumbbells to come from one of our suppliers. But my understanding is that when we get it, that that's it till 2021. Um, so I'd say when you see it up there, you know, contact us as soon as possible because once they're gone, literally, they're, they're gone. gone. And yeah. it's really important that children have access because children, God, they, their trainers or their tracksuit bottoms or their clothes could fit them one day and then next morning they could have a growth spurt overnight and they don't fit them. Well, that's it. Like we noticed now since the first lockdown, like a lot of, uh, because the weather was, fun, was, was quite warm and really nice, uh, parents actually didn't realise how quick their kids were actually growing and you know when they came back to literally putting on tracks the bottoms a couple of weeks ago they were more than surprised as to how much that they had you know growing I suppose you know during the first lockdown and obviously during the summer holidays um, so you know they were kind of caught on the hop I suppose you know to a certain extent but you know we're, we're trying to keep our stocks um, topped up as much as we can but we'd be quite at the mercy of some of our suppliers and again they're working on limited I suppose staff within a warehouse trying to keep their, their distance and everything so you know deliveries are possibly taking anything within a week um, to come into it so uh, what I would just say to people is you know get your orders in as, as soon as possible we've already got quite a lot of orders in already for Christmas um, you know there might not be we might not be able to get something specific but what I would suggest is you know maybe send me a wish list and I can work from that to see 
you know, if I can't get such a thing, we might be able to fall back on, on another alternative. And this must be, I wouldn't say stressful, but it must be very challenging for you to actually try and source all the, um, the items and products that you need. It can be, but, you know, we're, we're quite on top of it at the moment. I'd say we're probably actually nearly more organised. I don't want to say organised, but we're probably nearly ahead of ourselves a bit more this year than we were in other years because I think people now are actually getting their orders in that bit earlier because there's panic that, you know, items won't be available for when it comes to the, the Christmas demand. Um, so, you know, people have, have kind of, you know, gotten, gotten ready that bit earlier than, than normal, I suppose. Yes, and, you know, I think we all, you know, we all have to appreciate you going in and doing this for us all and keeping us uh, within the clothes and the, and the foot there that we need, desperately need for our mental and emotional health. They are essential items. Absolutely, absolutely. And as I say, you know, we just, like a lady now this morning, um, needed runners, but she just coming out of a, a boot and she needed something like for runners. So I literally just gave her two pairs going off home. So she's going to come back tomorrow um, and, you know, possibly will we'll avail of one of the runners. So, you know, we're, it's, it's difficult times. We're kind of, you know, doing the best we can with the service that we can provide. It is a bit frustrating that you can't have people come into the shop. Mm. Uh, but what we do is, you know, if somebody wants to order something, um, you know, they usually might sit in the car park, um, we'll take the payment over the phone and then literally just hand the bag out. So, you know, we're probably lucky we can do that, but, you know, you still miss that whole social interaction with your customer. And um, that's, that's one area that we'll probably miss. And it's, so people can go, you have a new website, you were saying? Yep, so the website is www.hennessysports.ie. Uh, we just launched that now, I think maybe Thursday or Friday. Congratulations. Yeah, it, it, it took a long time to, 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 to come to this, I suppose. Unfortunately, probably the good thing for us coming out of lockdown or going into lockdown was that we now have a website. And we were probably, we needed to, to do this, I suppose, a lot sooner than we did. But, you know, it, it, it took COVID for us to, to, to get this sorted. Um, there's still a lot of work to be done with it in terms of items to be posted up onto the site. But look, at least it's there and we can just use this time now for the next couple of weeks while we are in lockdown to, to get it more functional, I suppose, for people. Yes, and you're, you're based there in um, New Park Shopping Centre. That's right, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, uh, free parking and, yes. you know, just quick and easy access and, you know, for for everybody. And, you know, you're just, you're there, you're in the heart of uh, Kilkenny City, you're the only locally owned, uh, and I think that's really important to, pr- to put out there, you're the only locally owned sports shop here in Kilkenny. That's right, and as I mentioned before, you know, I think people are making more of a conscious effort um, to to shop locally this year, and, uh, you know, every every penny or euro, I suppose, that's spent within the local business um, will actually help to sustain jobs, um, you know, for, for, the, for the staff and the employees of the businesses around. And keep the economy going. That's it, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, we just have to keep our head down and, you know, work, work way behind the scenes. It's probably... A lot of people might say it's probably even harder to, to, to operate with a system like this at the moment because you're afraid that if somebody sends you a message and you might miss the message, um, be it on Facebook or Messenger or WhatsApp or whatever. Um, so you're trying to keep on top of all the messages and you know make sure that you're trying to get back to customers as quick as you can. So whereas you know at least when they're coming into the shop, you know the, the deal has been done, the transaction is finished, and away they go with their bag. Um, so there's a little bit more work involved, mm-hmm. but look, you know it's. It's it's what hopefully we'll we'll keep the doors open, you know, at the end of the year and obviously early next year. And keeping uh, keeping us all equipped with the, with the necessary items that we need to keep our physical, emotional, and mental health going, and and keeping our mindset straight. We're getting out and doing exercise every day. That's it, absolutely. Like you know, it, it does help help everybody in the long run getting out there with for the fresh air and mm. you know the mental health and such. Well, Sinead, you know, you've got good company. So far, uh, I was talking to Linda from from the Quinch uh, coffee shop and yep. uh, she's still serving takeaway uh, food and takeaway coffee. So a big shout out there to the, the, the cafe there in uh, New Park Shopping Centre as well. Oh, I'd be, I'd be lost without my, my cappuccino from Linda every morning. So we, we, we keep each other going and even just, you know, to see a friendly face and give you that moral support to, to keep going behind the scenes. Yes. Well, we all remember, go for your cup of coffee down there in New Park Shopping Centre and pop in and put your orders up on the Hennessy Sports website. That's it. 
that's it that's it exactly Sinead thank you so much keep well keep safe and keep us up to date of any new uh, developments that, or anything new that's coming in we'll certainly uh, put it out there on the airwaves lovely that's great thanks a million for the support Roisin much appreciated uh, no problem Sinead and that is Sinead from Hennessy Sports here in Kilkenny in Newport Shopping Centre and uh, coming up after the break we have some good news of how local radio and uh, social inter- uh, social networking and the social media really work well together with one and only Anne Healy from Billy's Good Luck Horseshoes she has a really good news story to tell us all and really launching her website and speaking to a global audience. That is coming up right after the break, so do stay tuned with us. You're listening to the Start Me Up Business Programme with Roshni Cleric. You can call us on 056 We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. You're listening to the Start Me Up Business Programme with Roshan the Cleric. You can email us on info at communityradio.kilkennycity.ie. Well, you're very welcome back to the Start Me Up Business Programme here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. And Billy, uh, good luck, Horseshoes, and the founder, Anne Healy, is on the line now. And you're very welcome back to the Start uh, Me Up Business Programme. you're great. Oh, you are. <laughs> we have some exciting news. We've got two really good news stories today to talk about you. Well, maybe three or four, but we'll start with these two. You, um, you launched your website last week. Yes, absolutely. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, you were here on the Start Me Up Business Programme and you were telling us that you were going on the Women's Inspire Network's uh, conference, the Win Global 2020. Right. And you spoke at a global audience of all around the world. I know. Wasn't I brave, Roisin? Wasn't I? Oh, fair place, yeah. (laughs) That is, oh, yes. No, do you know, do you know, that was a, an absolutely wonderful experience that as a result of Samantha Kelly, I ended up getting that opportunity, I suppose. Now, to be speaking on the same platform as the likes of Samantha Kelly herself, Ted Rubin and Alison Angram, who was Nellie Olsen when I was a child, you know, isn't that an amazing opportunity, I suppose? Do you know, now it was frightening, Roisin, and you're kind of, feeling the fear and doing it anyway but for me it was a wonderful opportunity and do you know that last week then I actually got another opportunity as a direct result of that one to speak to uh, the um, Irish uh, networking organisation in New York that's right because they were on the show as well weren't they yes yes. but as as a direct result of speaking on the first one I got to be able to pitch on the second one as well. So now, now Billy's Good Luck Horseshoes has a presence in New York. <laughs> Hopefully, yes, I'll be keeping at it, so I will. So you're wearing, the, you're flying and wearing the green jacket uh, yes, over in for Kilkenny. For Kilkenny, yes, yes, for Kilkenny. No, look, it, it was a great opportunity, and the thing about it is that's what it's all about. It's all about, I suppose, getting it out there and. I suppose getting the name out there and getting Kilkenny out there. So there was there was a whole lot of elements to both of those opportunities, you know. And it was great to say that I was from Kilkenny and what I was doing. And I suppose they were a little bit intrigued as well. So, um, which was good. Definitely, but not only that. The other, other good, the third good news story is, and we've been highlighting local businesses like yourself on the Start Me Up Business Program, and especially here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Oh, Roisin, Reagan. you are brilliant for doing that. So you are Community Radio in Kilkenny is absolutely amazing for doing that. And, you know, it's, it's like promoting people like yourselves. Uh, we just had uh, Sinead from Hennessy Sports Shop on, but it's about keeping our local uh, businesses alive and doing whatever we can to promote 
some of the initiative and things companies are doing to keep their heads above water during these difficult times. But I'm going to come back to that. But like, the thing is, you have, since this COVID-19 pandemic, your business has grew and grew and grew. You're a good news story out of this COVID-19 because you use local media and your social media. You used everything and you, you just worked like a Trojan. And that's what you need to do. And I suppose, in fairness, it's the likes of yourself who have given me a great amount of help. And I suppose made me brave by bringing me on community radio and I suppose giving me the opportunity. And look, that's so important. And the thing is, Goshen, you have to be willing to get out there and do that. Yes. And the two of them do work hand in hand. Um, like, I am good on social media anyway. But to be fair, I also need, you know, real media, as in the likes of uh, community radio. Um, and all local papers, media. And all, all media, absolutely all media. Broadcasting, and print get, media, yes. To get the word out there, because like with social media, you're only getting your, your tip and you're depending on people, I suppose, to share it or to comment on it or whatever. And that sometimes happens, whereas the likes of, yourself is getting out to an audience far more than, than just me working on it. But it is a combination of the two, and I suppose it's to get the, the two right and to be able to, to manage the two as well. So to have, have the courage to come on radio for any business, like that's really, really important. And to be able to get their point across of what they're doing and what they want to achieve. Well, it's certainly working for you, Anne, because you've hit local headlines in the Kilkenny Now.ie, um, where they, they've got a lovely uh, uh, article I on know. you today. I know. And I love, I, love the, I love the article, A Bit of Good Luck and a Lot of Hard Work Helps Small Business uh, Reach Global yeah, Audience. I suppose, look, do you know what? I have been lucky as well, because to be fair, Roisin, people have been very kind to me as well. You know, so they've helped me. The likes of yourself, the likes of Shane. There are loads that have, I suppose, given me a little bit of push or given me a little bit of knowledge that I'd then be able to work on. So business people themselves are actually very generous with their time and their knowledge, you know. And that's, that's important as well because they tell you what might work and you can adapt it for your business then. So tell us, Anne, you, you launched your, your, your website last week yes. so that was that took a lot of work plus keeping your social media and your mainstream media going here locally and even you know nationally and going on a global audience through that and uh, you got your, your namely your, your launched your brand and your new website can you tell us why you decided to get your new website done right well I suppose initially when I started um, I got a website up and running and I suppose be it I hadn't got the knowledge to I suppose and the the time as well to put work into it so it had become dated and I suppose it had also it had a, a probably a homemade look as well because I was doing all the stuff myself and I do feel that when you're actually moving on you have to have a cleaner or a crisper you know people want that as well so it was important for me because I was trying to actually build a brand that I actually had a look as well. So that's important for for anybody, and that comes with progress as well. It doesn't you don't it doesn't happen at the very beginning. And for me, I had to learn about what I was doing as well, and learn about I suppose how I was going to promote myself and how I was going to be perceived as well, and how the product was going to be perceived. So that all took a little bit of time. And that's why it took until now, Roisin, to try and get that right, you know. So, so you know, I probably initially hadn't got the knowledge to be able to do it at the very beginning. And that's the same with all start-up businesses, Anne. Yeah, you, you need a little bit of time to get into it. And, and I suppose I needed a little bit of time to, to adjust to what I was doing and to learn what I was doing and to get a feel for customers and to get a feel for what they like as well. And that's so important, you know, and to be able to listen to the, to your customer and 
see what suits them because that's what it's all about. It's not what suits me. It's you know, it's it's what the person wants. And 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 you know the other thing is because the horseshoe has I suppose people like it and they like the idea of the look, you know, that has a an appeal in itself. But it's it mightn't be the way I'm thinking about it. You, you have to, to figure out how the person is thinking about it. So that all takes, like, that takes time, and it's educating myself in that as well, you know. And it's to be able to, to every person is different, and every person has a different story about the horseshoe, and every person has a different reason, Roisin, why they buy it, mm. you know, or why they want it, you know. That so emotional connection yeah, to the horseshoe. Yeah, and and... You know, all oh, listen. It's, it's absolutely super, so it is. But, but it took me a while to actually. I won't say figure that out, but to 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 get to know the different, I suppose, ways that people reacted to it. You know. And Anne, too, I think a lot of startup entrepreneurs, it takes them that time to grow into yourself as a, an individual and as a, an entrepreneur and as a business owner, to grow into the business and to learn the difference. Because we all go into a business with a concept and an idea and we launch it. But then that's when the hard work behind the scenes starts because you have to learn the business concepts, how to run a business, how to market your business, how to get... I'm still learning all that. <laughs> That's still because remember now that I came from a background of corporate, so so I'm totally learning. Yes. And and that's where I say that other people are very good to me because they'll you know, they'll give you ideas and they'll give you, you know, different ways. So so to be fair, like I'm learning and I'm learning as I'm going. Um but probably the idea, the initial thing that I started with has has even changed in that short time, mm. you know. And I've probably got a bit better at it as well, I hope, you know. You just have to pivot your business to you see what works. And then you put things out there, then you see it, what's working, how it's working, and how you can improve and make it better. Absolutely. And it's all about improving and making it better as you, as you go along. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. No, it's wonderful. It's just so Billy's Good Luck Horseshoes. You're now you do Billy's Good Luck Horseshoes. You do fairy doors. Yes, absolutely, which are full of magic. And yes, and that is, that is what is wonderful because the Good Luck Horseshoe and the fairy doors. You know what it does? It even puts the inner child in anybody to actually that magic and that belief in life that you know today's a new day, and when you walk out that front door or you go out in the mornings, you know what? Anything can happen with the right mindset. Absolutely, and the other thing is that I suppose you know the way your imagination is mm. such a great place, and. You know, it's to have a little, and that doesn't matter whether it's a child or an adult. You know, it's to it'll spark the imagination and just give you a thought and just send you into a dream, even if it's only for a few seconds. But it's a few seconds of time out for you. You know, and um, a girl actually contacted me last week. She was after getting a horseshoe, and she said that every day, maybe she, she probably has it about ten days at this stage now. She said every single day she looks at it. And she looks at the colours in it because the flowers were on it, you know. And she said she smiles every day because she thinks of something good that has happened to her. And she said it carries her through the day. And it's the very same with the fairy tales, you know. You think of something magical and it'll set you up for the day. Well, and um, we've got a text message coming in to you and it says, um, well, done, uh, well done to you, Anne. You're a lovely lady and you always were so helpful when she worked in um, Axia. And that's from Valley O'Keefe. Oh, thanks. <laughs> a million. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Roshi, I had a great time in acting. It was a great place to work. But, but this is even better now. You know, and... Uh Miles Kavner also texted in to say, um, let me see what he says. He said, um, looking for, uh, remind Anne about the fashion we, we, we were at so, uh, many years ago. It was truly yeah, magnificent. Fashion day. show for Warrington Pony Club, that's it. That's and, it. Uh, yeah, and Miles is actually modelling. There you go, Rosie. There you go, there, Miles. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> so getting back, you've got, you've got, you used the online trading voucher. Uh, what we all have availed of, and uh, even myself. So, what type of support did you get from our local enterprise um, agencies, and uh, were they a big help to you? 
Oh, Roisin, for me, a huge help because, as I say, I came from corporate, so I had little little knowledge on the business end. I had the idea. I knew what I wanted to do. But to actually make that into a viable business is a different story, you know. Mm. And, I mean, in the end of the day, it's fine having a hobby, but if you want to, you know, bring a business, you have to, to get the likes of, you know, the enterprise board or leader or whoever on board because they have the knowledge. So to me, the enterprise board were of huge assistance to me. Um, I have got many hours of mentoring, which were all needed, by the way, you know. So, so and, and the other thing is, obviously, I applied for the grant and was granted it, which is um, for the trade and online voucher now, it's two and a half grand. I pay 10% and they pay 90%. So, in reality, you know, for any business, now is the time to actually do that because everything is going online. And I see, like, as a result of COVID, like, my business thrived because I was online. Yes. And because I had the ability to actually take the orders online. You know, I'm always on the phone and I, uh, obviously, I'm on the phone for everybody, you know, and and I, I absolutely love talking but I, I won't be going out to any shows or anything this year it's, it's not happening so in reality my business is online and I need people to find me you know so for me it has been a godsend and basically I couldn't operate if I hadn't got it that's the bottom line Do you know I wouldn't be operating not this year anyway and because you're online, that you could do that. Now you have, when you think the um, COVID-19, the uh, COVID really, with the online voucher, it has been sort of a good news story for you. You've got your website, you've availed of the, um, the online trading voucher. And, you know, it was a massive big support for you. Oh, completely. Absolutely, completely. And, and to be fair, without that support, like without the say the monetary end of it, I wouldn't have been doing it either. So that's the other side of it. So so it's hugely important to every small business. So it's, it's yes. wonderful. And to, uh, you know the the other thing is, Roisin, that that even leaving the money bit out of it, the actual knowledge that our local um, enterprise board has in Kilkenny is huge, and that's worth so much as well. Yes. And then you had the Kilkenny Leader Partnership as well, yes, support from Conor Clear. Um, yeah, I mean, Conor Clear has been absolutely marvellous as well. He's full of knowledge and, you know, you can only, you just say it to him and he knows the answer, do you know? I think we said yeah. that one other day, didn't we? Um, yeah, on well, no. It's, it's, if there's it's, anything he doesn't know about business, then nobody knows about yeah, startups. Yeah. And, and if he didn't, he'll point you in the right direction. And that's, you know, that's something you can't buy. You know, or Catherine Hennessy, honest to God, in the local enterprise board as well. You ask her something, and if she hasn't got it there and then, she'll have, you know, so she's extremely, you know, she's so much knowledge that, like, that's, that's, you can't buy that. That's worth so much. And, you know, without the support of the Enterprise Board, the Kilkenny Leader Partnership, and without local media and all local media from broadcast to print media, that's what businesses need to get their message out there, who they are, what they do, how we do it, and when we do it, and, you know, what what is our unique selling point. And that is all about communications and what the local media does. And social well, media. But the other side of it is there's no point in having the business if you're not able to get it out there. Yes. So that's where you come in, you know, or community radio or or any of, media. of the, the local media come in. Um, it's you're, you're the ones that help get the message out there. That's like ha- having the business and getting it set up is only half the thing. Getting the knowledge out there and letting people know that you're actually there and you're open for business is the next part. And that's equally as important. And, you know, and you're, you know, it's amazing now that, you know, when did you went into business when? 2018, was it? Um, I retired from AXA in January 19. So February 19, I suppose, I took it on as a full-time job. And I was doing it prior to that just as, I suppose, a hobby, really, because I was getting to know the whole thing. So so February 19, or the beginning of February 19, is I'm doing it full-time. 
And in fairness, it is a full-time job, Roisin, because you're going, you know, you're trying things, you're not, it's not, and it's not all about the making, because you have to be on social media. That's all takes up time, and it's all, you know, and you have to learn about it as well. You know, and I like going on the radio, Roisin, with you as well. You're not afraid of the media. You see, an awful lot of people are afraid of no, coming in the media. Like that is practice as well. Like, like you have been very kind to me now, and you know, uh, community radio in Kilkenny. I've been up there. I've been in. I'm not afraid of a studio anymore. Do you know? So, but that's that's hugely important. What good would I be if I was afraid? Yes. Do you know? I have to be able to get out there and spread my message and tell what I do. Do you know? If I don't, nobody else comes do it for me. And now you're on the globe. Now you're now you're uh, presenting and showcasing your business on a global scale. Now, there you go. Now, so imagine. I am wondering now. You know, we, we've got the good luck horseshoe. Billy's good luck horseshoes. You got the fairy doors. I wonder now. Would you be writing a book? And maybe you might be ha- uh, Billy the pony uh, from the good luck horseshoes. She might have a fairy riding it, and she might be wearing a green jersey, competing at in- international show jumping events. Oh, Lord, no, no, no. I leave that to the lads to be able to do any of that. No, no. <laughs> I'll continue with what I'm doing now. But, but Roisin, I was just actually thinking you might see something written by me shortly now. Oh, I, I hope so. Just, just thinking about, and this comes back to the businesses, small businesses, and how you support small businesses. I suppose I come from a background where I had a wage every single, you know, month, whatever, It, you know, it didn't matter. I, I had money coming in. Suddenly, for any, I suppose, self-employed person, you're depending on the customer coming mm. to you. Do you know? So it's, it is hugely important that we do support local and support Irish. Yes. You know, and where possible. And I suppose, especially coming up to Christmas, because it's the time of the year that, that most self-employed people, if, you know, they, they try and get a little bit of money together to do the other things during the year. It's not that they're going to do something amazing on it. But, you know, so for us, it's hugely important that we do support local and support Irish. Well, we're running out of time. Anne Healy, founder of Billy's Good Luck Horseshoes, who's now launching and showcasing her business on a global scale. You started off local and now you've put it out there in New York and all places. There you go. There you go. And a huge shout out to Samantha Kelly, who is a regular here on the Start Me Up Business Programme and the Woman to Woman Show here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Mm-hmm. And that is the treating goddess. That's it. That's it. Well... Uh, continue success and keep us all up to date now with the oh, adventures of British Good Luck Absolutely. I suppose the, the great thing is I'm busy now, you know, at the minute and hopefully after Christmas that'll be great and I've loads of new plans for the new year. I'm well, sorry. keep in touch. Unfortunately, I have to go, Anne. I can stay talking on. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. That is Bye. all we have time for today. Do stay tuned and for Frank Tining for Kilkenny Today. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.